What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to professional dancer Sammy Lee Jane. Uh, we're both currently in self-isolation. We are hiding from the world with all the madness going on. So I get to speak to Sammy via Skype. In this episode, she tells us a bit about her journey as a dancer. She tells us about her time and why Some Like It Hip Hop was her favourite job. She tells us how she got Brian Freeman to recognise her. And we just talk about dance and a bit about her life and a bit about our views on dance. I had a lovely time speaking to Sammy. I hope you all enjoy too. She will be teaching live classes every Wednesday during this self-isolation slash quarantine slash World War 17 uh, I hope you enjoy. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and share with your friends and family. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you're all having fun and I hope you're all still training. One love. Here is Sammy Lee Jane. <laughs> Boom. And we're in. I'm in, I'm in quarantine with the wonderful Sammy Lee Jane. How are you? Yeah, loving loving life, actually. I feel like we're on a call centre. I know, don't you? <laughs> right? Both got headsets on and talking through a computer. It's yeah. a very, very different life for us dancers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a bit mad, really, hasn't it? Yeah, how are you doing at the moment? Yeah, good. I've moved home um, to my mum and dad's house in the countryside, so just nice. lapping up the fresh air. Indeed, get out of crazy London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> London, I don't know if it's on, is it on lockdown yet? I, I don't even know. I've not even been watching the no. news now. Yeah, I've been trying not to really pay attention. Yeah, as soon as I finished work and we got kicked out of rehearsals, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go home and evacuate. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy. But I saw you went on a walk today, you're getting some fresh air, <laughs> yeah, making the I most did. of it. You yeah. taught an online dance class this week. I know, like, how like crazy 200 people, right? Yeah, I think like the max was like 300 who were taking the class, but it came in and out. But yeah, it was well fun. That's so dope. I saw, hey, now that means you'll need to be at base next time she teaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll so open true. three studios for you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's just a mad time. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know what our future holds at the moment. I know. I feel like everything's turning now. It's to online, isn't it? Well, for now. I know. It's interesting. I had a message yesterday from a dance school owner. It'd be interesting to hear your perspective on this, actually. Um, And they were like, oh, what do you think of all the free online dance classes? You know, I run a dance school and that's how we're like hoping to continue making money. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I understand what what they're saying completely. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I was like, I think at the moment, the the goal is just to keep the morale high and keep Mm -hmm. everyone inspired and positive and not, you know, suffer mentally. Definitely. And it's tricky because we're all in the same boat, like to start asking, oh, can you pay to take my class? But then the dancers are in the same position as you. So, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, not everyone will be able to pay to take classes now. So, yeah, it's a bit of a crazy world. I was like, I feel like it's going to go back to like the old fashioned ways where like if someone was a farmer and someone was a decorator and someone was a builder, they all just worked for each other for free. I was yeah. like, we're going to be like it's that for like 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 a few months. You take my class, I'll take your class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just gonna be sharing stuff. It's gonna be crazy, but I enjoy it. I'm, I'm looking forward. To Rich and Tone are teaching tonight. Yeah, there's day. been some. I've seen um, quite a lot of people like Jaquel put up. He's teaching. I'm like, great. Cardio <laughs> class. 
so. don't need to pay to go to LA. Yeah, I know. So it was cardio. I was like, yes, cardio class. What does Come that on. mean? I know. Like, I want to listen to cardio. I don't want to do star jumps. Um, and Miguel Zarati at like midnight was doing his last night, and it was like a drinks one. And I was like, yeah, fab. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> sick. My kitchen is gonna be like a sweat box. Yeah, literally. John gave <laughs> me the challenge the day before yesterday to learn his and Marco's combo via the video. I so saw not, that this morning. You look great. So not like a tutorial, honestly. Yeah. You know, you're like, right, I got this, and like, so I. I found an app so I could flip it so I could mirror it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So oh, you're not doing the opposite ways. Mm. And then I just kept going back slowly. Going back slowly. Like you one, must have been there like rewind. rewind. Like one count at a time. Like, is the arm here? Is it yeah. here? It was crazy. But it's so, I was just like, yeah, why haven't I been doing this longer? I know. I know. But then I thought back to when, like, before, I guess, social media was popping. And I used to learn from, like, Tucker right. Barkley's video, turning mm-hmm. my computer to the mirror. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just back to how I used to train. Yeah, I used to pause Honey on the DVD and just <laughs> learn her yeah. stuff from yeah. the film. I was like, it's a proper throwback. This is dope. It is. It's a throwback. <laughs> no, it's so dope. So I want to, we, I've wanted to interview, well, not interview, I hate that word, but yeah. talk to you in a very long time. Um, <laughs> Because you've had a very interesting career since I feel like I met you in 2015. Yes, I think you're I about think right. it was that, and we were doing the ski show. Yeah, the ski show, Pat, oh my Pat, god! Pat Andreas and, and you were teaching me all about calorie counting. Yeah, I was teaching about <laughs> calorie counting, and we were both proper foodies. Remember, yeah. we'd sit there with yeah. like peanut butter and rice cakes, going yeah. just eat. Which, looking back now, we all get was carbs and fats which probably wasn't great (laughs) but it was fantastic Um, and since then you've you've kind of skyrocketed your career yeah because you're you're kind of new to the scene then right then yeah 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 Yeah, in terms of commercial world absolutely uh, had you done stuff before like entering the commercial world um I did uh like thriller and some like hip-hop let me turn that on some um so like more stage stuff Mm. And that when I think when we did that fashion show, that was when I was like, right, I want to start trying to do yeah. stuff, commercial stuff, yeah. How long did you do Thriller for? Two years. Two years, that's a good run. Yeah, I toured for a year and did West End for a year. Oh, sick. Well, when did you prefer? Um, West End. Yeah, everyone says that. Yeah. Although people say the touring was dope because you got the to tour, see We place. actually had way more fun, like, on tour. But the you money know, like... was shit. <laughs> The money was shit. The money was shit. I remember when I first moved to London, I auditioned for Thriller, and they were like, I was like, I want to do West End. And they were like, we can offer you the tour. And the money was like £40 a gig. And I was like, suck one. No way. I know. I was like, I can't live on that. You know what? The thing is, when I when I took that as well, I didn't even know then what was good and what wasn't. So I was like, absolutely. Like, yeah. crazy, isn't it? But, no, but, that's, like... but that's how I think they... That was how they got people, right? They took people on normally straight from college, which yeah. just were very hungry. Because yeah. I kind of done a bit of work before it, and I was hanging out with John Graham all the time. Oh, I kind of yeah. knew the way things were meant to be, and I was like, yeah. "No, nah, I can't do that." Clown. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you knew no different. It's not a clown, right? If you don't know any different, yeah. I guess that's where we're fortunate now that we got Dancers Network trying to educate people on not to be taken advantage of. I guess. But can you believe Thriller closed this week? I know. I know. Was that sad? Were you a bit of, were you a bit of a heart pull? I was a bit like, oh my god! Like I didn't actually think that was going to happen anytime soon, but I guess it's, it had its time coming. Maybe it's a bit crazy because I feel like almost well, a lot of the people I spoke to on the podcast have all done Thriller, and I always make a joke like I'm the only person that's like not <laughs> Thriller or take that, and everyone else has. <laughs> yeah, and it's no, like actually everyone's everyone's done it. Everyone's done Thriller, and I was like, oh shit! Everyone must be like, whoa! Like never <laughs> thought it would go. It's gone through yeah. generations. It has. Yeah, it's crazy. It's madness. So, how did you get into dance? Like, what was your was it like the, the t- yeah, like back in the day, like was it the typical like went to ballet school? No, I actually, um, have you ever heard of Urban Strides? No. Okay, well, they're like a... Tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, so they're like a hip-hop troupe uh-huh. crew. I don't know the term anymore these days, but like in my area. <laughs> yeah. Um, they came into like my school and we had a street dance class and I was like, oh, this should be fun. And then I was like, oh, I'm actually killing this. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, do you know what? <laughs> Go on. I'm gonna get into the classes. Self props. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. From then I was like, this is epic. I, I started doing the classes, and it was around the time that like you got served came out and all that stuff. And I was just like, I didn't think I even thought about future. I just knew that I loved it. So I joined. Um, I auditioned for the crew and got in. And um, uh, yeah, Urban Strides like 
um, it's run by a guy called Andy in stone. And, um, he used to bring a lot of people down. Like we train in like locking and all the foundations like pop in house. So really that was, that was where I started dance, like just in pure foundations of hip hop and stuff. Um, so when I went to audition for Erdang, they were like, who is this? Like, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how they let me in. I didn't, I didn't do the ballet. I didn't do <laughs> the jazz. I kind of blagged. Like, You'd never done any, any of it before. Well, I'd gone, I did a year at um, a college where we did like basics and stuff, but I didn't really know what I was, what I was doing. Yeah. Fame follow the leader. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's where it all started really. Did you enjoy Erdang? Yeah, I loved Erdang. Just three you? years, right? Yeah. And now I teach there like now and then. Yeah, that's dope. I feel like Erdang <laughs> like graft out some incredible dancers, you know. Like mm. so many people that leave there, they they go on to have very successful careers. Yeah, no, I agree. Like yeah. I feel I'm sure most colleges dish out a good few but I feel like Erdang especially uh our generation they really do get a lot of good dancers leaving yeah no I, but I always associating with boys normally but there are when you actually look at it there are some dope girls that have left there yeah 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 do you enjoy teaching there now yeah I mean yeah. I hardly get to be there that much but when I do I really enjoy it mm, that's yeah, sick but, yeah I guess it gives a bit of like uh inspiration as well to the students there to know that someone has left there to go on to having a career like yours. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's probably really inspiring for them, let alone getting just good teaching and good training. I guess yeah. it's a doses, dosage of inspiration for them as well. Yeah, and uh, they get Claudemar as well. And I think it's probably nice to have people who are, um, you know, like still working or something that is kind of like current to them, maybe. Yeah, 100%. What was your time like at Erlang? What was it like trying to learn ballet and stuff if you'd never really done it before? Was it... You know, I was determined to, to like, prove Erdang wrong because I feel like I was categorised straight away as, like, you know, the commercial, like, hip-hop girl. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, I can be more than that. <laughs> so um, I actually, like, got my head down and trained really hard for, like, most of the time there. And um, I ended up actually in, like, my second and third year, I, I kind of sabotaged myself because I got to the point where they'd put me all in all the jazz numbers and not the street numbers. And I was like, OK, wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't my intention. This yeah, that wasn't my plan. Um, so, yeah, I did work hard. I mean, I'm not a ballerina by any means. <laughs> but you could blag it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about singing and acting? Did you have to do that as well, right? Yeah, um, I actually outside of Erdang I love singing like I love singing but when you're there and you know like, like musical theatre singing is not my forte and uh, you know like you'd have to get up and uh, do your assessments in front of the whole year and whatnot oh god nerves don't compare to that <laughs> I, I think I only ever did it once did you? I think I somehow always managed to <laughs> yeah, avoid doing it I was like oh I'm just not in today isn't that <laughs> I should have done that. Yeah, I don't promote that to any other people. It's not it's not a good yeah, move. Don't, it's not a good I'm move. not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying at the time, that was my go-to. Yeah. It'd be like singing assessments, and I'd be like, ooh, Megabus to London. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Any way out of it. So how did you book Thriller? How What was that journey? So when you left college, did you have a period of waiting time before you managed to get some gigs? or? Um, I actually got really lucky. Gary Lloyd came into Erdang maybe like two months before I graduated and um, we had a workshop with him and I remember him saying has anyone got any questions and I put my hand up and I was like when are you going to book me for Thriller? Shut <laughs> and, up. Yeah I thought that, that is say. gangster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for, uh, he really like took a liking to me then and so then th there was an audition literally the month I left and um, yeah I luckily got it then so there wasn't actually much, uh, like a waiting for me. That's dope. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of people go through the hustle hard. And I, that's kind of the melting point, I think, for a lot of performers. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I had that after Some Like Hip Hop. I had that time. Yeah. So yeah. how long? So you did Thriller for two years and then did you go straight into Some Like a Hip Hop? Mm -hmm. That was six months. Oh, and that was touring or West End? West End. Sick. You got the good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the good one. What was Some Like a Hip Hop like? Because that's an intense oh. show. I mean, Thriller's intense as well. But Thriller, I think if you've got the white boy track, is extra intense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every other track is intense, but the white boy track, I remember watching it. I went to watch one of my ex-students, Joel, do it about two years ago. I remember seeing the white boy on it thinking, I couldn't do that now. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Like that would kill me. He's done yeah. 17 backflips in four minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. No, I haven't got that in me. No. <laughs> so well, what was, I'm like it. That was, that was very intense. There's no, I just don't think I could do that now. 
I mean, I'd love to. I'd have to go into intense training to be able to do that show now. To prep, hundred percent. I think T- Tally did that for her for the last boy blue show. She got a personal trainer before it. Really? Yeah. It. She was just like, I know it's going to be like physically a killer. Yeah, physically killer. It was. To be honest, though, to date, that's one of my favorite jobs I've ever done. And I split the um, I split the main role with Tanisha. So like learning off of her that whole time and like watching her and just even being able like I was so grateful to be able to play that main role. Like, I just I don't know. It was a bit surreal for me. Um, sick that you got to share that with like an OG. Do you oh mean one God. of the greatest ever? I know. Literally. Like, like and obviously wish... no one can fill her shoes so no. <laughs> it's just great to be around it 100 <laughs> percent. why why was thriller so, uh sorry why was something like a hip-hop so like why was it one of your best jobs today what about it was so incredible i i actually love the show like i think the story of it the music i absolutely love the music i loved um at I always say to people now, I can't act and I can't really, but I loved doing it. <laughs> I, I loved dancing and acting and playing a role. And, you know, in, uh, don't get me wrong. I love dancing for artists, but for some like hip hop, it's like, it's all about you guys and like what you've created and mm-hmm. your dance and stuff is the, is the show. So it was nice. Everyone was just so talented. Like, yeah, well, there's so yeah. many reasons. I guess it's the difference of you being a decoration behind the artist. And then I guess you are the artist when you're in that show. Yeah. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you're covering Tanisha, that means you're one of the mains. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you mean that means you are the star? Yeah, it was. Your lights star. were on West End stage. <laughs> Your name was on the West End yeah. stage. <laughs> now that's sick. Um, so you said you went through that period after some like hip hop. Talk us through that. What was that like? Yeah. So after that, um, I I was like, right, all I want to do is dance for artists. So I was like, I need to take that off, and I want to go on tours and all that sort of stuff. And I think. Um, I don't know, maybe because I'd been out for a while already, like, it just didn't, I think as well, because I hadn't been around the industry so much, and I wasn't that clued up about agents or anyone, I just wasn't that clued up for whatever reason, and um, it took me a long time of auditioning, I auditioned for Dancers Inc. like three times, Uh, I just tried to get in there with everyone, and it just wasn't working, or like, you know, X Factor every year, I'd always get right to the end. And then Brian Friedman would be like, there's something about you that I'm not sure on. And I would just never know what that was. And I think at that time, you know, like when you don't really know, you're just, I was trying to be like so many people, like like looking at the girls at work and be like, right, I need to dress like that or I need to have my hair like that. And for uh-huh. ages, I was just kind of trying to do that. And it wasn't until I really just did this to the world and <laughs> was myself that yeah. I ended up. For those, obviously, none of you can see that. She just put her two middle fingers up to the world. That was fantastic. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, it it, it took a long time. I'd say like a strong year and a half, maybe two. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember now. It was a long time. (laughs) Yeah, especially when you're going through it. If Like people listening, that might not sound like a long time, but when you're actually doing it, it feels like forever, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I always remember seeing Oh, other people doing lots of jobs and me being like why aren't I that person what's mm-hmm. the, what why why them and not me and it took me a long time to understand the reasons why yeah. and it, most of the time it was never down to my actual ability do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it was like I'm five foot eight and ginger and they want tall hunky dark-skinned dudes like do yeah. you know what I mean and I could never see the the other reasons besides that but I'm better than them I should be doing it yeah it's hard isn't it at the time when you're you just want something so much yeah <laughs> but it is it is literally that isn't it it's understanding that like your journey and all that stuff and what's right for you yeah what do you think what do you think it was that you changed that made the difference between you know not getting to the end of the audition but not getting the job to you booking them and becoming regular worker I personally feel like people could probably tell that I wasn't sure of myself um because I was trying so hard to look like other people or or be like the right fit for everything that Mm. I was just so like, when I look back now, it's a different person. Like, and it wasn't until I really like, no, I like my hair black and I like it long and I like wearing this and I like doing that. And when I got to that sort of position where I I probably just radiated a difference of like, I know who I am and this this is me type of confidence maybe. Yeah. Um, I did put myself out there. Like I went, um, I really wanted to work for Brian Friedman and I actually knew that in London I might not have got seen by him and had that chance. So I flew to Italy to take one of his camps with Silbert, Meg and Westfell. We went together and um, because we were like the three London people, like we just stood out straight away. And that's the first time Brian was like, 
who is this? She's amazing. And in my head, I was like, you've actually seen me like three times before and told me that I'm not right, but I'm going to pretend that you did. Um, yeah. yeah. This is the first time you've seen me. Hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sammy. Yeah. When you go, when are you going to book me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to try it again. You should have. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually really smart. Like that's, it's being a smart dancer, right? Like, you know, that in London, I guess you're in a pool full of say 400 girls definitely more than that but let's just say that for example who might have white skin and dark hair so what are you going to do to stand out it's it's hard to stand out in that environment especially when an audition or you know we know what x factors like there's a bazillion and 10 people there yeah it's so hard to be noticed and normally it's not like oh i can stand out with my outfit because they ask you to wear all black like yeah. you're actually <laughs> quite limited to finding ways to stand out except for just being dope but yeah. i guess when you're getting down to the final groups the final 30 girls everyone's dope exactly exactly so what what is it that's going to make you in that top 10 that he's going to employ or something so to find a way to get in to him is very clever i feel like that's what's kind of good about these intensives that a lot of people are doing i kind of find the pros and the cons with it i'm a bit like some intensives i'm like but they could just take all them people classes at base throughout the week and you know spread out the training but then some of the intensives i'm like cool you're really getting in that person's brain in an environment where they're only giving that knowledge and information to you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I guess that's, you know, the camps back in the day, that was the way to do that, to get in front of people. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's dope. Um, have you, did you do a t- intensive here, right? Yeah. I set up my own little programs. <laughs> Sick. How, what's that? Con- what does that consist of? Um, so I did that in 2018 um, and it was mainly I focused it on girls up until now. It was just for girls. Um, uh-huh. And it was just because I, it took me so long to get seen by people and all that sort of stuff. I thought, right, what can I do to speed up the process for others? So um, it was mainly a program just to kind of and to build people's confidence, because I know how this industry can really knock a lot of people down. And there was a lot of periods of time where I was so low in confidence. And I was like, right, I want to do something for like training girls um in so many aspects like I had I kind of set the program up there's one that was sort of more based on like training and well-being so I mm-hmm. like brought yoga into it and like a women's circle and along with like heels and all that sort of stuff what's um, a women's circle a women's circle so it's like um so I went to Bali yeah <laughs> most people do <laughs> yeah. and um, I, I came I went to yoga barn and um there was a women's circle and I was like oh what's this um so I took part in it and it's kind of like basically all women sit in a circle and um, uh, you pass around like an item of trust. So for like us, we had like the teddy bear <laughs> and yeah. whoever has the teddy bear um, can speak openly about something that they just want to talk about that other women can talk about as well and like share the same experiences. And it just, it's just a really nice open, like safe space to like talk about things you might not ever express to people before. Yeah, and is that just work related, dance related, or like life related? Like everything. Oh, sick! Like, so you really yeah. get to like open up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like I don't like my pirouette. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's um yeah I guess yes yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, sick. Which I guess is all part of building confidence, isn't it? To talk about the things you're insecure about. Mhm. Absolutely. No, so, that's yeah. smart. Um and uh and then yeah so I. I aimed to most of them to bring in like either do like mock auditions with agencies or someone from the industry that I can think can really help them in ways that I didn't really have when I was obviously coming up. Like it wasn't every day we got put in front of Ames K or, you know, like yeah. had Jen Griff come and chat to us. Like, so I thought, let me try and have a, something where they can get that. Yeah. hundred percent. No, I think that's dope. Like that's the kind of the point of the podcast too, is like, how can I deliver information to people who need it, who wouldn't be able to get it in any other way? You know, if someone wanted to know your journey and, you you know, you really inspire them, but they, for them, they might go, oh, Sammy's had it easy all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's Sammy. So for them to hear your story and your journey and go, oh, I haven't worked for a year either. Yeah, exactly. Like she never got a job for the first however long too. Like it's relatable and it makes, I think it gives people inspiration and a bit of hope to know that the journey (laughs) isn't the same for everyone. But if you can relate to someone, you know, it's dope. 
I envy the people who just came out and, you know, never struggled. <laughs> yeah, I do. But at the same time, um, I did a podcast with uh, Freddie, Christabel's fiance, two mm-hmm. days ago. And in his, he said that, you know, when he first left college, he didn't get jobs at all. And he worked in a theatre and he lived like a normal, you know, worked a normal job, like as a front house. And he said he's really grateful that he did it because actually it made him realise how much he loved getting the jobs more. So when he did get to do what he loved and make money for it, he was so much more grateful about it and I was like yeah that's such a dope way of looking at it yeah it is so I think if you hustle your way through it and you you do get a bit of a struggle yeah the reward is great yeah yeah like that's what I was like in LA like when I lived out there I struggled the hustle was real but then when I got a job it would be like okay sick I've earned this yeah you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it. it feels good. It. Like, I can pay <laughs> no one half can take a this away from me. <laughs> I can pay half a month's rent now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes. it was one of them. So when you, so you went to Italy and you met Brian. He obviously said, you know, you were dope and he loved you. Did he? Did you get the job the next time? Yeah. So then, it kind of after Italy, we then came back and he was doing Britain's Got Talent. So I auditioned for that and got it. And then it was X Factor that year, got that. And because he loved me, he kind of made jerry aware of me so then that opened another mm-hmm. side then i started working for jerry um and i actually there's a good story actually i crashed an audition no i went to an audition for alicia dixon for mm. her when she started putting her new stuff out and um <clears throat> yeah that was with rich and tone funnily enough oh sick and um the, i just when i was doing it i was like this job is for me like you know when you just think the choreography is me the song yeah. everything about it this job is for me and Maybe I wanted it so much. Anyway, I got cut and I was devastated. And there was another round like half an hour later. And I was like, I oh, know I need to go back again. So I changed my makeup, changed my hair, changed my outfit, went Sick. back into the next round and then got the job. Sick. Kim Taylor did that for Janet. Did she? Too. Yeah. Absolutely, though. Like, That's it's, the way. it's obviously scary. And some people were like, why would you do that to yourself? And I was like, when you know something's for you, though, like. You've got to do it, haven't you? Were you shitting yourself going Absolutely back in there? Absolutely shitting think, myself. <laughs> <laughs> think, waiting for him to go, get out. Well, she did She did eventually look at me and go, wait a minute. And then Dwayne came over to me and was like, you've, you've come back in again, haven't you? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh. And then I, for some reason, I think it just, she made, she liked me more because of that. <laughs> yeah, people would be like, all right, she's a hustler. Yeah. All right. <laughs> because it, you don't know, you might have got cut because they're like, oh she looks the same as her over there and we know her so we want to use yeah, her exactly. you know like you don't know the reasons that you cut the first time but you go back in show them a bit of fight in you they'll be like oh she's gonna it might make them think she's gonna graft for us yeah exactly you know i mean she's not gonna slack she really wants this and yeah. i guess when you show people that you know they're gonna be yeah. more open to use you because they know how, how how much you want it yeah it's true I mean, I, I'm waiting for people to be like, Sammy said to crash an audition, and when I get cut, no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Be careful who you crash for, I guess, these days. <laughs> yeah, imagine doing it for Brian and he caught you. Oh, God. It could go either way, though. It, it could be, he could love it, he could hate it, you'd shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, you would. You'd fucking shit yourself. No, that's brilliant. So, since then, you just kind of started, I guess you had the domino effect, right? Mm, yeah. It, um, my The first sort of big thing... Uh, was Rita Aurora's tour that I did with Lee Hodge as well um, and people kind of put us as like a little opposite situation yeah, yeah. for a long time so f- for the first it was kind of me and her doing a lot of stuff together for a long time um, and yeah I, I don't really know you know when it all just kind of blends in from then it was just life's been good like touch wood yeah, yeah touch wood <laughs> well up till now (laughs) yeah until this crazy time life's still good hey we're healthy so far so far we're being positive (laughs) um so you went on to Rita you did that with Lily was there has there been any like specific moments over the past like however many years of your career that really stand out oh god oh do you know what in terms of like jobs and stuff yeah jobs or specific moments well, it's tricky because I, I I end up loving everything really obviously, yeah. <laughs> but like summertime ball is always a blast in it. Like yeah. I always put that as one of my top favorite jobs, even though it's only like a small gig. But having like everyone there well, and so, by, by saying it's a small gig, it's not a small gig. It's lots of people. But what she means is it's one show. <laughs> oh, that's what <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone will be like, there's sixty thousand people there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I meant um the time like the duration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I've always loved that. Um, 
for the last few years, I've been well, for the last three years actually, I've been doing Zara Larson's tour, Sick. and um, that's a that's probably a big highlight for me because it's with Jaquel who choreographed it, and yeah. I've wanted to work for him for a while, and um, uh, his choreography just makes me happy, yeah. and her music makes me happy. Everything about that job was just like tick tick tick, like. Mm. I was really happy to stay on that for three years and get to know everyone really well. And you know, when you get to a job where it all comes to like a tight bond, like it becomes a family, doesn't it? Yeah. When you spend so much time together, I met I met Zara when she was sixteen. I oh was touring. Yeah, I was touring America and Canada with an artist called Jackson Guthy. So the on the tour was Sheer Lloyd was the opener. She was the main the main artist, sorry, and then Fifth Harmony behind her. And wow. then Jackson and Zara. So Zara had like a 10 minute set. Oh we, my God. We had like a 16 minute set. And then the, the other two main ones had like, Cher had like an hour and a bit. So we toured America and Canada and no one knew who Zara was. Every venue we got to, right? She's this little 16 year old pretty girl who like was really, really confident. Like you're just like, all right, who's she? And yeah. she'd speak to you as if like, didn't matter if you knew each other or not. She just got on with everyone. But her and her mum traveled everywhere in a car. So we're on a tour bus, we're flying private jet one place and on a tour bus the next, like going around the country and they're doing it in a car. And oh I was like, yo, gosh. their hustle is real. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, how did you like, like, how come you're on this? And they were like, oh, we did uh, Sweden's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. And that's how she got recognized. And I was like, oh, she's dope. And the artist I was with at the time actually had a really big fan base, but he never wanted to like once the show was done he'd do like a meet and greet and that and then he'd hide on his bus and she'd always give him shit and be like yo these people pay money to come and see you like i would die to be in your position that you should go and meet them da, da, da. and if he wouldn't get off she would go out and speak to everyone and she would go out and speak to all his fans and make friendships with them all and take photos with them and just have conversations and no one at the beginning of every show they'd announce her and there wouldn't be a noise no one would know who she is and by the end of her 10 minute set everyone would be like she's sick she had literally yeah, a black sick. curtain and a microphone like she had oh, nothing wow. like she didn't even have cool costumes like she's just a little 16 year old girl who could sing a fucking ass off yeah oh do you know what? it doesn't surprise me she is such a nice person as yeah, well she, I and she'd, be, she'd be like stuck with nothing to do and we'd be like oh come and chill on our tour bus and her and her mum would come on and we'd all oh. like order pizza and we'd be like do you want some of our food and, be like, <laughs> yeah. and then twos twos like three years later poof, she's killing yeah, it blown up <laughs> but it makes sense you know like i remember seeing her her hustle like because there's loads of talented people that don't make it do you know what i mean there's so many but seeing her hustle like at every gig she'd stay she'd be the first one there and the last one to leave like she'd always speak to people after the show like fifth harmony would bounce sheer Lloyd would bounce jackson would be on the tour bus and she'd be stood outside trying to interact with people to make make a fan base i guess come on girl in it that's crazy so to see her now i'm always like this is sick yeah that must be yeah Wow. And then I was like, who's this little kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a gangster. Yeah. So was Zara probably one of your favourite gigs as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, yeah. It's definitely up there in my top. Yeah, and you've been doing Dua Lipa lately, right? Yeah. How's that? Because you're back with Lily on that, yeah? Yes. Yeah, we've been doing the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing, yeah, we did started at the EMAs. That was a, the first one back together, yeah. Um, that was a great, great show. And it's with Charm as well. And Charm's one of my favourite choreographers as well. So it's another another great opportunity. But yeah, I love Dua as well. Funnily, me and Lily did her first ever show actually at Heaven when no one knew who Dua Lipa was. Like, everyone was like, who are you dancing for? And I was like, oh, I don't know, this girl called Dua. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, me and called Lili Dua. And you're like, who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, who's she? And, uh, and I was like, oh, she's sick. Like, her music's great. And then she obviously blew up in a second, didn't yeah. she? Like, obviously, she's incredible. Um, but yeah, dancing for her again now, like, from then to here, it is a bit crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's so sick. But it's nice because that means you're part of her journey as well. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's quite dope about our job is that we get to be a part of people's success and people's journey and seeing them go through the motions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's one of my favourite things about it. Um, do you still work with Lily a lot like you used to at the beginning? Not as much. We, I think when I started doing Zara, um, that was when we kind of – split split up <laughs> um so that was like a good three-year gap and there was I can't remember what it was EMAs was definitely a big oh we're back as like an opposite yeah. thing there's been like hit little ones here and there but yeah because there's something about working with like your bestie do you know what I mean yeah like it, so it, for me it always makes every, every job more special yeah definitely 
because you get to do them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I did um, Sugar Baby T4 on the beach uh, yonks ago, very oh, long time ago. On the beach. Yeah, <laughs> it was sick. It was sick. I did sunburn really bad, but it was really good. <laughs> uh, it, but it wasn't, well, the job was good, not really good. But I was with John, so it made it really good. Amazing. Do you know what I mean? It was sick. So like I always remember like that being one of those ones which stands out because I just remember laughing from beginning yeah. to end. Do you know what I mean? Like looking it, over on stage and being like, "That's my best mate." Yeah, <laughs> just being, yeah, just being silly. Like, you know, the like those ones always stand out for me. And actually, yeah. all my favorite gigs, the ones which I'm with a good cast, are always the ones that I go, "That was sick." Hundred percent. Because some yeah, of the ones which yeah, are meant be to be for someone who's great and the choreography's great, but if you're with surrounded by the wrong people, it just changes it all together, doesn't it? Yeah, like that's why I used to love the ski show, like what we did. Like I used to love that because I used to be like, right. Although we got to take it seriously, hmm. like we haven't got to take it too seriously. Yeah. Like we messed around a lot. We yeah, had pants. Like backstage, <laughs> I mean, I'd be hung over quite a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, always the good gigs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, what do you think the hardest thing about this profession is? What have you struggled with the most? I think, I think for me, the hardest thing is always de- dealing with rejection. I think that's that is something that's hard because you know you work so hard to be great at something and to that's all you want to do and to when you're in a period of time where you're getting rejection a lot it is so easy to doubt yourself mm-hmm. and start thinking oh you know why did I do this or why that or am I not pretty enough am I not good enough all these things and obviously then that just affects your whole mental being as well so I think obviously you have to be strong-minded in this industry to be able to take rejection but it doesn't make it any easier does it no what what things do you do to cope with it um I am really lucky to have a good like supportive family and like really great friends like I think I made a a choice to cut a lot of people out of my life at one point who I knew weren't actually my real friends you know like or people who could be Mm. a bit fake around me or friends for the wrong reason and I think as soon as I did that and I honestly just had like my small circle of friends and like my family and stuff there was a much it was just a positive circle without all the little yeah bits in between and I think it's good because at the end of the day like obviously dance it is what we want to do and that's our life and all that sort of stuff but when you start realizing there's so much more to life other than that kind of made the rejection so much easier i was like it's okay because there's so much more to life <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to find the balance isn't it because i feel like uh to be successful in this industry you kind of have to make it your your life for a little yeah. while yeah you have to really make it like mm. tunnel vision like oh, this yeah. is what I i'm gonna do so many important things for that for that i oh. made so many sacrifices like i'm sure you did like everyone mm-hmm. there is a period of time where you have to do that yeah like my my fiance georgia's family always make a joke that i don't really exist because i've never i've never been to a family party in five years i never go to special occasions i went to a sister's wedding and that's it because i've always like work commitments you know most of the time we work wednesday through sunday like do you know what i mean that would be our work week you start rehearsal wednesday yeah. to friday and then the show's either friday saturday or sunday whatever yeah. it's kind of our work week and that's when everyone does nice things on a yeah. Friday or a Saturday. So yeah. we never really get to do those things. So it's kind of an ongoing joke. But for a long time, before I could say I start working, that it, my work was all I thought about. Like, do you know I mean? Like, I lost friendships. I lost relationships. I lost good relationships with my family because all I focused on was making that goal a reality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I feel like once I got it, I was like, all right, now it's time to start investing in like back in my relationships and back in my life outside of dance because you know you kind of realize that it that doesn't change your life yeah yeah that's literally you've hit the nail on the head (laughs) it's a weird one I think for people to find so I think it is about balance it's about finding balance I think the one of the best things I did was start finding stuff outside of dance it's like find a new hobby Mm -hmm. me too yeah I started singing and realized I loved that and then dedicate a lot of time to making music. And I was like, oh, I love doing that too. Like, <laughs> You still, you released music for a bit, right? Do you still release some? Yeah, I haven't for ages, but I've got so much music. I've, yeah. I keep making music. I just haven't put it out. Because <laughs> it was quite a few years back, but I remember you like putting it online and stuff. And I was yeah. like, okay, you're going to be a singer? All right, here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, do you know what? It's not something I don't think, I don't think I'd ever want to take it like, oh, I want to go off and be a singer, but it's something I definitely love doing. I've, sometimes I think my passion for music overrides my passion for dance. Um, yeah. 
but I don't I don't think I'd want a career in it but I definitely want to put stuff out there I feel like that's how I kind of found the love for dance do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like because I loved music so much it wasn't so much that I loved dancing at all it was just that I loved music and naturally I moved when it come on like it didn't necessarily have to be choreography I'd just be like oh this is a tune you yeah, know and then like just the grandpa bop like, yeah. like it's a tune and then once I got introduced and realized oh this is dance and this is music and they go together yeah because I probably you'll you might be quite similar but if it's a song say you go to class say you go to a class and you love the song I don't care what I'm doing That's I'm having a good time me too but if you go to a class and you hate the song, it doesn't matter what the it doesn't matter what it is, right? I remember I remember, remember like I love Jimmy Williams locking class. I should, probably shouldn't out him on this, but I remember going to his class and taking one and I loved his class. I was like for like a good solid six months I lived in that. I was like, this is sick. And then I remember him teaching to this one song, which I, was, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I fucking hate this song. Like, do you know you're like this doesn't make me want to dance at all? And I remember changing my whole perspective on like the class yeah and then and then like the week after I was like do I want to go this week yeah I'm like, literally the same oh because of a song it's yeah. so weird and some people don't get that because you know they're like it doesn't matter about the song it's training and I get that but for me like if the passion isn't there in the song um, it's not going to be there in the dance it's hard right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so hard what um you still train quite a lot right you still take a lot of classes yeah what are your what are your go-to classes at the moment I go to so I mean, I say I train a lot. It's probably not that much compared to the, you know. No, no. Have you you got rehearsals as well? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I take uh, Camilla's on a Monday um, and Sharon's heels class. Um, I haven't taken Lisa's heels class yet because I haven't been able to, but I want to take Lisa's heels class. Uh, Chambers, I love Chambers class. Jaren's, I love Jaren's class. Sean Niles. um, Yeah, but I I mean, I haven't taken Sean's in a minute, but I know he is. But where? At Pineapple on Tuesdays. Oh, oh, so he's, oh, of course, he's got that slot on the yeah. Tuesday. That used to be Ashley's class back in the day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, he's given up his 68 class now. So I was like, where is he teaching? Of course, and Pineapple. They're the only ones I get to at the minute. But I know there are so many more that I want to take, like Phil's. Um, I've just got to be in the right mood for, like, the more contemporary side because it's not my favourite side. So I want to go to push myself. I've just got to be in the right mood. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard. I guess when you rehearse... Like I used to have a dig at professionals when I was younger and be like, oh, they don't, they don't train, I they know. don't even take class, da, da, da. <laughs> And then as soon as it started becoming like more of a full time, like I'm rehearsing every yeah, week, I'm tired. Stuff, I'd be like, I don't want to go and train. Like, yeah, I know. I don't want to go and have this as a hobby anymore. Like, <laughs> I know sometimes doing it all like the day. last thing I want to do is dance now. <laughs> yeah, even if you're going to teach, you know what I mean? You'll be like, oh, see if I'm going to make money from this, and it feels like a bit of a drag today. Yeah. But now I get it. But when I was younger, I never understood. I'd be like, why wouldn't they want to take class? They don't train anymore. Me too. So, and I guess now I'm at that age where it's like. Oh, not so much that age, but that time in my career where it's like, as much as I want to train, and I, but now I'm just still trying to really have just a good time. Yeah, exactly. That's that's for me because I've kind of achieved the goals I wanted to achieve. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to like get into a jazz fun class to make sure I book Brian's next gig. Exactly. Like, that's, that's not that's not the phase I'm at in my life. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Ex- I totally agree. So it's, I just, it's to... completely about different phases. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at like the feel good phase. Yeah, you know I mean? me too. I want to go and have a good time and not stress about bills and real life. Yeah, me like... too. And I'm probably, I'm not planning on dancing for that many, that much longer. So I, at the moment, I'm really just about trying to enjoy it. Yeah. What do you think you'd do next? I want to choreograph. Oh, sick. That's my next steps, probably. Yeah, that's the way. How, what do you think? Okay, so here's a good one. I'll, I'll pick your brain because mm. I always find it interesting when you, when people say like, oh, what do you like? what they want to do next I always go what would be your plan of action to to step into that do you have any ideas of how you're going to try and branch into that world I mean I've thought about it um <laughs> the thing is I've thought about it for a few years and I still haven't acted on it yet so I, I do need to do that um and it's definitely I need to start building a probably a choreography sort of you know like real or something yeah, yeah. um I've obviously I've done a few things and I have put some videos together but um definitely invest more time and money into creating um mm. just to keep if I want to obviously choreograph I need to definitely do that for myself either way um and probably go and speak to my agents about it <laughs> yeah because it's trying <laughs> to find a way to brand yourself now as a choreographer and definitely. not be seen 
as a dancer but then it, i guess it goes twofold because i think once people see you as that then they don't see you as a dancer anymore i know that's why i think i keep leaving it because i'm like oh <laughs> i still want a gig yeah I still want to do one or two. <laughs> but how but, old are you you're still young 29 <laughs> oh, same, same as me when's the big <laughs> when's the when's the big day oh june 7th and i'm probably gonna be inside <laughs> i know mine's may 20 mine's may 27th so i'm gonna be inside as well oh, oh that's the same birthday as my mum. <laughs> yeah oh happy birthday mum! on my birthday where we're, we're gonna be locked in oh. georgia was like oh we're not gonna be able to celebrate your 30th i was like we're gonna have to have a house party then aren't we oh, I'm Skype. Visa, but i've had to cancel that now sad i oh, know i've had so many things cancelled i'm devo <laughs> We were meant to be, well, possibly go into um, Ma- uh, Magaluf with the Dream Boys to do our new calendar photo shoot. And I was hey. there for my, I'd have been there for my 30th. I was like, that's sick. Like, when we we're going to host, host like a pool party and all this different stuff. <laughs> Gone. So you're like, wounded. Oh. <laughs> wounded. Wounded. Um, 100%. Do you have any people like that kind of, not necessarily mentored you, but that, that, that really inspired you coming on your way up, I guess, for learning and things like people that you really learned lessons from. Oh, let me have a think. So I did actually ask Jen Griff to mentor me, basically. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. And um, that uh, she really helped me out in terms of like, you know, just no, just being clued up, really. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely helped me a lot. Good choice, um, by the way. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> solid, solid choice. Let's go for the top. I was like, help me. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's never available? Uh, <laughs> yeah. She should talk to me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and oh god, so many people. You know, when you put on the spot, you're like, I can't. Think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have thought about this earlier. Um, my oh, god, I don't really know. There's too, there's probably too many to think of. But Jen Griff's a good one. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say to people like you need a mentor, but I no. do think having someone to Just kind to of, sort of guide, guide you. you yes. and like if you've got any questions to ask Literally, questions. That was Jen for me. Yeah. That was like John for me. I went between John and Cisco, but like, and Sean Niles to be fair, but I feel like a lot of people would be like, I'm going to ask my agent. And although that's great, sometimes they're not the person that you need to ask specific questions because maybe mm. it's about them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I mean? I feel like having someone to ask questions, like I've just started mentoring. Um, well, I've been doing it for one person for a while, but two other people, and I'm going to do it for six weeks. And the whole point of it isn't to be like, I know more than you do, but it's just a question like, okay, what are your goals? These yeah. are your goals. How can you achieve them? Yeah. Like, are you doing all the things to achieve your goals? If your thing is like, I want to work for Rich and Tone, but you take six ballet classes a week, that doesn't really carry over to your goals. Do you know what I mean? Just to make sure that they're staying within the the direction of what their goals actually are. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? And because I remember having like John for that. And it was, for me, it was like, like a, you know what I mean? I got to jet past everyone else in the queue to get jobs kind of because mm-hmm. of the people I was learning from and surrounded by. So yeah, I feel like if people can find someone, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 100%. This has been lovely. Oh, it's been very nice. <laughs> okay, here's one for you. What is your most embarrassing moment in your career so far? Oh. Got anyone who's like, whoa. Pfft. You know what? <laughs> there was uh, live TV, actually. Yeah, that's probably the worst. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are just for my pure satisfaction because I've got <laughs> so many. Um, yeah, luckily I actually don't have that many, but this was bad. Um, they put, uh, what is it, like the fog out or smoke or something on the front and this was live tv and i was meant to be like i don't know i was doing like a slide or something across the stage and i completely decked it like (laughs) i went straight onto my stomach like front over and i slid into a light stand and the light stand fell down and it's all on camera (laughs) what was it on i find find this I don't know anymore, but um or the the I auditioned for Britain's Got Talent and that's definitely online and um I went to do like I did a Ford walkover and at the same time my top came up so i everything's out. Very <laughs> and, good. Um, um, and I just stay there with it because I was like, what can I do now until I could <laughs> <laughs> embrace this. I embraced it. Yeah, embrace it. That's so that good. gets talked about, so I might as well embrace that one. <laughs> oh, that's good. I wanna find this fog one. <laughs> They're always good. They're always keep you smiling. Yeah, what's yours then? What's yours? Oh, I've got loads. I did my favorite one is Alan Carr. 
uh, we were dressed. He used to do this thing where he'd, we'd be the Allens. So it was like me, Jay Ravel, Jamie Kritzis, and uh, I forgot the other boy's name now. But we used to every, maybe every show or every other show, Jerry used to choreograph them. And we'd go in and be like, you're the Allens. So they'd just basically dress us up in the same suit that Alan was wearing. And we'd all have the same glasses as him. And we'd go out and do like a little skit every week or whatever. And um, we went out and we were battling One Direction. So One Direction, and I'd just done X Factor the year before, so I kind of knew them, do you know what I mean? Like, we'd be like, whenever we saw each other, say hello, you know, you see each other on, like, different gigs at, like, a venue or something. So it was like, we could definitely have a good conversation, so they they enjoyed this even more. And Jesse J was sat on the chair judging the dance battle. So we'd go out, and we're doing this running man thing, and Alan was instructed to move forward to this, like, specific part of the rug, like the queen's head, so we had space behind him to do backflips me and this other kid, and Alan didn't do it. So the other kid slid between a gap to make some space, and I'm pressed up against the back of the set. And I just kind of look at the other kid, and I see him prep, and I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to go and see what happens. So I committed, I threw it, and you can see I hesitate, because I kind of throw and twist a little bit. And my feet land on top of, say this is the set, my feet hit the top of the, the set, and I smash all the sets. So I land on my hands and knees and I look up and then what, like all the boys from one day are absolutely wetting themselves, laughing. All the set crashed. And then Jesse J's like, are you okay? And I went, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and I kind of got up and played it off. So it was very embarrassing, but I believe I contributed to make it funnier. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's a skit. It's meant to be funny. Yeah. And all I kept thinking was, thank God that wasn't like Janet Jackson or some like will dream job. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's her. Yeah, that's fine. So it's a good one. You can find it somewhere on, on oh, YouTube. I will. People want to find it. It's a good search. And Jay and Jamie actually look brilliant in it because they're like super young and they've got glasses on. It's a great one. Okay, I'm going to find that. That's a good one. Well, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. It has been. Great chat. It has been a great chat. Are you teaching any more on cl- online classes? Yeah. On, yeah. So uh, at the moment, I'm just doing it every Wednesday at seven. But Is that your normal class slot? Yeah. <laughs> so wow. funny. It's like having your wow. normal class. Wow. <laughs> Um, I might do one, another one, if I get, you know, any, yeah. want to do something. I was going to say, if you're short for cash, but it's not, no. <laughs> it's not helping anything, is it? No. Build the following. Yeah. yeah. No, that's dope. Well, I hope everything goes well. I hope your quarantine is as fun as it can be. Thank you. And, and you and your family stay happy and healthy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. This has been dope. Um, This will be up tonight. So. Fab. Yeah, I'm trying to, to do, trying, I'm trying to do like every other day. Like, just shit, like, what have I said throughout this time? <laughs> it's okay. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. It's okay, been a pleasure. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, everyone, go and find Sammy on Instagram at Sammy Lee Jane. <laughs> Quite straightforward. Um, and please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. I don't get paid for these. I just spend lots of money doing them. So if you can just leave me a rating and review on iTunes, that means a bazillion to me. Peace. One love, we out.